You're listening to Only Here for the Wi-Fi. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in to another episode of Only Here for the Wi-Fi. I'm your host, Lazy Lung. And today on the show, we've got an amazing, amazing guest, the president of the Rebels Motorcycle Club, Lebanon. So by all means, if you are tuning into this right here, right now, uh, by all means, if you got some questions that you want me to ask, if you got some some motorcycle-related game club, uh, motorcycle club-related questions, <laughs> uh, feel free to hit hit me up in the in the little comment things or or, or whatever. It's all good. Um, how is everybody doing in this heat? I mean, I'm sweating. I got my drink. I got my cold drink. I'm gonna be having a couple of chasa uh, tequila with our uh, our good friend. So I don't know if you guys have uh, have been following the podcast. We've had like 32 episodes. This is our 32nd episode, and uh, we had a another guest before a, a guest host, uh, Muhammad Bsat, aka Mufasa. He was doing some really cool interviews with some cool people. And at some point later on down the road, we're going to be actually having a uh, a female correspondent going to be reaching out and doing some women's issues and some important things like that. Because you know what? We need to di- diversify. We need to uh, be more inclusive. I'm going to ask Salam what, um, what's his pronoun. Oh, man. Yeah, so we're going to be talking beers. We're going to be talking bikes. We're going to be talking all kinds of things. I'm going to learn what RFFR stands for. We got lots of, we got lots of rebels in the house tonight. And I mean, honestly, super cool people. Hey, ready. All right. Cool, man. Let's do this. Hey, what's up, my man? How you doing? How you doing? (laughs) Cheers, dude. Let's, all right. Let's just pop it out right off the top. Pop it off. Let's do a little cheers. Raise your glass, raise your beer. Fucking cheers, man. Cheers, dude. Uh, oh, I gotta love the the work of the Mexicans, man. Like nothing else. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> A lot of things they do right. Definitely. So, um, you know, without getting into the, the normal bullshit of like, how are you doing in the Corona times? You know? I'm <laughs> um, doing very good. Yeah. How does, um, how does one like do the whole biker thing with this like mandatory lockdown shit, man. Well, uh, we're not doing a lot now, uh, just uh, because you know we have families, we have uh, old people, sick people, and families. We all have them, so we have babies as well. So um, we're just keeping our circles small. Every once in a while we meet, but mainly we're keeping our activities now to a minimum. Let's say, yeah. Well, I mean, well, we're meeting whenever we have something important to uh, to have. We uh, we had a couple of meetings like last week and the week before. We had a couple of guys to join, so uh, we had to meet for a few beers. We uh, gave them their patches, and uh, that's it. Oh, new uh, new, new recruits, Friday, so. new Excuse recruits. Me? Yeah. Oh, sweet guys! Yes, Good guys. You, you are growing stronger. <laughs> Always, man. Always. After standing now, we're uh, growing strong, as and uh, as we say, yeah. bigger, better, stronger than ever, man. Yeah, fuck yeah, man. 
Well, you know, funny enough, I first uh, was introduced to the Rebels and to you, my man, uh, out of, uh, you know, Fuel Garage Bar. Yes. Yes. And uh, the place. it was a great place. I fucking love that place. So awesome cool. Place. Amazing. You know, you get the detail, everything in, in the, the bar. Like, I mean, God, dude, the handle of like the door handle itself. You know what was that? You're about to tell me. Yeah, it's a crank from a 325 BMW 80s E30. Yeah. To be specific. Yeah, it was great, man. I mean, super, super duper decor. Unfortunately, yeah. you know, like, God, just that part of um, that part of Madam Kyle, plus, like, obviously, the, you know, uh, around the time it was like what the garbage crisis was happening and uh, yeah. the revolution. A different kind of revolution, but one of, you know, yeah. back in 2015. And uh, my fondest memories were actually uh, meeting you and then deciding to do the rock and roll pizza party, man. Yeah, and the punch for punch event <laughs> and uh, all those. Uh, I love those memories, man. It's actually, uh, we spoke about this before. It's the only thing I miss about the whole fuel thing. I don't miss the business. I'm not into running bars and it's not my thing but i went to uh into it because my friends were going you know greg you know yeah. you know the rest yeah yeah so i was there but what i miss about it is the atmosphere whatever what you see what you're talking about now it's yeah, the man. atmosphere the to go to this place the music we used to play the event we used to throw so this is what i truly miss right so having done a couple of events together at the bar later on you know some of the uh you know, the biker dudes, the comrades, the, I don't know what you call them. Fuck. Well, anyway, like, uh, there was a band that I was managing at the time and the drummer Philippe Deeb was yes. at one point in time, uh, you know, one of the rebels and still a very good friend of ours and a uh, very good man. Honestly, I like him. Yeah. He's a very cool dude. And I got to be, I got to visit and, uh, what it was like, some, some, I think, I don't know if it was Danny's beach bar or, or ice bar or some fucking, I can't remember some bar in the North. And I got to be at this, uh, this rebels like summer party. Yeah. So is that like an annual thing that you do every year or what's the, what's the story? Yes, we do one, uh, national run. Uh, we do it and we invite uh, the whole uh, chapters. We are, just so you know, we are present in uh, almost 20 plus, 22 countries worldwide, Australia, uh, Asia, Middle East, uh, US, uh, Europe, everywhere. So uh, every uh, year we do like the national run and we invite all the brothers from uh, all around the world and uh, whoever supporters we have uh, locally and we throw uh, a party uh, actually we do it for three days we ride we party we uh we do all the cool stuff we you, right. you saw yeah 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 so, <laughs> it was yeah, pretty fucking wild i gotta <laughs> tell you it was pretty fucking wild <laughs> it was man cheers it man was. yeah That's yeah, how yeah. We do it, man. i fucking i love that shit man um so, okay, let's, let's rewind. And, and I mean, you know, there's so much that we'd like to cover, but for anybody who's not really, you know, into the, the biker world, the rebels world, the motorcycle club culture, um, 
first and foremost, how does one become a rebel? All right. Uh, first, uh, you gotta just like any group. You just meet us. Uh, we see you. You see us. If we like each other, you start uh, hanging around. And uh, hanging around period could be uh, for a while, for a couple of months, three, wh whoever knows. So uh, we do this for some time, and uh, later on, you get your non-patch if you're willing to join. You get your non-patch, that means you don't get your all, all your patches. You just get the disc, you get your location, the chapter you're, you're joining, right. and then you get uh, the bottom rocker, which is the country uh, you, you're in, and, and that would be it for, for a year. And you start getting tested, and you are technically living with the club, testing the club in your own way, just to see if you fit right and if you fit so uh, that would be for a year that's not a standard this is like an average but if you're if you're active if uh, if you're a good guy we like you you might get it before maybe it's gonna take a bit longer depends on your how much time you're willing to invest in the club and that's uh, that's how you join later on you get your full patch and uh, you become a member is there like a rule book or some kind of um, list of a, a commandments or something like that? Yes, we do have uh, our own rules. You start learning them as soon as you uh, start uh, prospecting. Okay. And uh, this is why we give you years, because, because you have a lot to learn. Uh, okay. All and right. I guess and, it's uh, like somewhat inclusive, like it's in, an inclusive that you're not just, it's not out in the open, right? There's some things that are just like, you know, you can't know, dude, unless you're in the club, obviously. Yeah. Um, yes, man. Okay. We, we, we got to join to, to know exactly uh, yeah. the details, uh, hang around the boys. And you, start you start learning uh, with time. Of course. Well, certainly, you know, uh, it goes without saying that, um, you know, motorcycle clubs, bunch of bearded dudes, muscular tattoos, the whole thing, you know, normally you associate that with a bad rep. Uh, but from what I can see, you guys are like really nice, loving, cool dudes are like doing cool shit. Like, I mean, we were joking on the phone and it was like, you know, we were talking about like, uh, what it was like, uh, providing, uh, it was like the, the rebels. It was like, you know, like with all the, like the graphic design was all like badass, but at the end of the day, it was like, you know, giving, uh, clothes to the, to the homeless or whatever, you know, yeah. because we do charity. We do yeah, charity a exactly. lot. <laughs> and it's part of, part of society and for people to know who we are exactly. So, uh, it's simple, man. It's, uh, you show respect, you get respect. Uh, we're just like anyone. We look tough, but yeah. if you get to know us, we're like cool people uh, uh, who like to have good time and love their motorcycles, love riding, and love the, each other. Yeah, and this is it. Uh, and probably, uh, um, probably one of the, the nicest people you can ever meet are bikers. It's true. So it's a uh, it's true, man. So it's an old stereotype and, and whatever, you know what I mean? But having, this, having said that, I wouldn't want to fuck with any one of you. You know what I mean? This is one of the problem we used to have in fuel. You've, you've got like five, six people bearded, big as fuck. 
standing yeah. in, in front yeah. of the pool. And you've got this guy. You, you know the Heineken uh, commercial? <laughs> right. Then you've got a guy coming in with his girlfriend, and they just stop and leave. Some of them leave. Yeah, just because it's cause they're afraid they're, they're going to get raped, okay? Right. That's, that's why. So, uh, <laughs> as soon as you step in, you're going to meet the nicest people. Right. It's like, don't judge a book by its cover, even though it's covered in spikes and tattoos and chains. It looks like it would, you know, it eats you for breakfast. You're like, oh, hi, my name's Simon. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, so, okay, well, hold on a minute now, because I'm confused and I've, you know, I have some, uh, some friends back home in Canada, you know, obviously in rival, rival gangs, but I'm not sure if, what's the connection club, between... Club, club. Clubs. Well, clubs. All right, fine. But anyhow, um, the the thing is, um, what's the connection between the nomads and the rebels? Uh, nomads. Wait, there are clubs. There are clubs that that are called nomads. Okay. But in every club, there's a nomad. So, let me give you an explanation. Yeah. Take off your jacket. You see this. Right. The bottom rocker that yeah, says Lebanon. The bottom rocker that says Lebanon. Sometimes it says nomad. Right. It says nomad. You're a nomad when there's no chapters around you in a certain uh, area. Oh. So you're a nomad because you are you don't have enough numbers to start like your own chapter, but you want to be part of a club. Okay. This is where you when you are a nomad. And you 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 are usually linked to the closest uh, chapter near you. This is why we, we give the nomad patch because some people are like on their own in a country and they don't find people to join. Right. So instead of uh, losing them, they get the nomad patch and they get to they get to be a part of this international club, but on their own. So are are there a lot of nomads, so to speak? Fairly fair yeah. number. Okay. But so we because... have a, but we have a chapter in Canada now. Yeah. Uh, cheers to them, boys cheers, in Alberta. Cheers to the boys in uh, in the CA. Either, I mean, you know, for me, I have always associated motorcycle clubs uh, with strip clubs, and um, you know, that's at least in Canada. A lot of the times, there are strip clubs that you know uh, a motorcycle club is kind of involved with. Really, really nice ladies. They have really nice um, assets. And, uh, you know, a friend, like a, a friend of mine actually lived with someone either. It was, I can't remember if it was hell's angels or if it was, um, again, someone from the nomads, which is, I guess a, a big gang in, or excuse me, motorcycle club, my, my, my bad, my dude. Okay. Uh, a motorcycle club in Canada, the, the, not the rebels, but the nomads, like as a club. Well, I don't really know much about other clubs. Okay. But, uh, right. So what would happen? Like, I mean, you know, if, if someone just started to, okay, well, I'll get back. I'll get to that later. But so how did you, I mean, essentially, you know, at the time there was another fella uh, who was the acting president of the Lebanese chapter. And, you know, I mean, when I remembered you, you were, you know, obviously you worked your way up, but there are a lot of people who don't really know how kind of structured 
and how uh, things are in terms of like the organization of the club. So could you um, explain that to us normal normies? <laughs> well, uh, every club has, has a hierarchy, if you, if you want to call it. So you got your president, your VP, vice president, you've got a sergeant and uh, secretary. And uh, each one plays a role. Usually those people get their uh, positions from voting. So you don't like, you don't just claim it. The people in your country, in your club, needs to vote you. Right. So you need to earn. So uh, to put it without going into much details, to get to get your uh, position, you need to be uh, respected, trusted. People will vote you in because they think you have the right vision. You have uh, you you represent them the way they they want to be uh, represented. You know. Yeah, and uh, this is how usually we throw a, a voting every every year, once every year, and uh, we see uh, whoever wants to get the position, we vote. Uh, if you're uh, if you're ready for it, the guys will uh, will vote for you, and uh, this is as this is simply how you get it. You need you need to have the boys behind you. You need to be ready to uh, work. For them, it's not just like you get your position and that's it. You need to yeah. work for that. Work every day to keep that because uh, it's it's a lot of trust and it's a lot of respect for the boys to say, "I want this guy to uh, to represent or lead." It's 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 just like a boat, man. Yeah. You need a guy to lead, and uh, if you fuck up, then the whole club's fucking up, and the, the club actually has the right to vote vote you off. Right. So uh, this is uh, like. So what? What other chapters have you um, <clears throat> had the, the opportunity to visit? Like, what other countries have you visited? Well, they visited us. I didn't get the the chance yet uh, for different reasons. But uh, we've got people who visit. Uh, so if it's not me, it's somebody else who goes to join some uh, national runs uh in other countries but yeah. uh we got to meet uh, a lot of uh, people also the australian guys for sure uh cheers to them uh awesome boys yeah they uh, they came, uh all the way to visit us uh 2018 and 2019 we had people coming from uh, italy germany uh malta swedish people russians uh so yeah, we visit each other as much as we can. Sometimes they visit without having an event. So you can visit any any chapter or club uh, in, in, a, in any country. You don't need to have an event. You just travel to see sure. your brothers. You know? Just to go for a, just to to go ride, you know. And I want to actually yeah. get into a little bit more about you know because you've had you know you've had a bike for for quite some time. It's it's certainly yeah. one that you notice. When it comes through, you can hear you from a mile away, and and uh, yeah. it's, it's certainly uh, <laughs> uh, a, a gorgeous machine uh, for sure. Um, but if you could visit any particular country or place, um, you know where where on the map would you find yourself? Uh, you mean visit uh, visit the country? The or yeah, yeah. Well, I mean the country, but obviously it's still within the realm of the the rebels' world, right? That would be definitely uh, Australia, man. Yeah. The, uh, 
mother, the mother chapter, and uh, visit the boys there. Cheers, uh, yeah. cheers to all of them. There. Cheers, uh, man. Fucking, let's do it. Uh, pull it out. Pull also out another one. Cheers. We have starting here. Cheers to all of them, the Aussie boys. Uh, especially, I'm gonna name two of them, two very close to my heart. I'm gonna name Damo uh, Villa and Alex Junior. Very good friends of mine and uh, true brothers. Cheers to them. Yeah, I'm gonna give them the the official the the official um, the horns of honor. <laughs> it's so stupid. Um, all right, man. So let's talk about. Um, First of all, let's talk about how, like, if I'm not mistaken, you must ride a Harley Davidson to be in the Rebels. Yes, mainly, but uh, we are recently making some exceptions. Uh, okay. Some exceptions that uh, concern the uh, the make, but we do have some restrictions. But you know, uh, there are tough times uh, we are <laughs> yeah. going through here in Lebanon. Yeah, exactly, and we need to consider that. Let's let's be very honest about that. So uh, it's not a cheap bike. Uh, this was our uh, originally our route. You gotta own the hard. But now, if uh, wait if a minute, you, you mean as a Lebanon chapter? It was a Lebanon chapter no, rule worldwide. worldwide. Okay. Uh, sometimes you can make some exceptions depending on what situation you're in. But uh, yes, it is our rule. You need to own a Harley. Uh, now it's it's more of a cruiser of a certain uh, CCs. Right. Uh, good. <laughs> what if I got a two-stroke? Uh, two fifty. <laughs> you can join. You can join us later yeah. in our location. <laughs> I got a smoker and I'm just going nye, nye, nye. anyway. Um, <laughs> okay. Well that, that actually makes sense because I mean, Christ, uh, the shit that's going down here in Lebanon, I, I, it's probably, yeah. We'll be throwing that much money on motorcycles in such times. Yeah. Uh, that's, it's really tough at this, uh, this point in Lebanon. So, uh, I'm not, I'm not losing any good, good uh, member just because they ride Japanese instead of American but uh, on the long run they need to change their bikes and they need to get parties right so for the the brothers in the uh, in the chapters abroad right and I mean you, you you know you have certainly traversed up and down all over Lebanon and you know those uh, the scenic routes so what what is your like from point A to point B? What's like the best ride experience here in Lebanon? Like riding, you, you, uh, like ride, right? Yeah, man. I mean, Shuf, like definitely. up to the shoe. Yeah, man. My area is where I come from. It's yeah, best fucking nature in the world. Yeah, and, and it's my hometown, so I feel like home when I'm riding here. So uh, yeah. I love the area, and I love to bring the guys here as much as I can. But uh, we ride, we ride everywhere. Nowhere C specific. Certainly, certainly. But I mean, you know, I mean, there are s some places where it's like even, uh, I mean, Christ, riding on a on a motorcycle up hairpins up the mountains, 
uh, I can, you know, it can, it can, it can get a little off kilter. You know what I mean? Some roads yeah. in Lebanon, it, it, they stop being paved and you're kind of on like gravel, no man's land. We, we usually, uh, we either scout our roads before doing a, a big ride or we just go, uh, the, the places we know that are good to ride because, uh, you don't want to have accidents during the ride, you know? Have you ever had anything like that happen? Has anyone kind of messed up, fallen out of line? Sometimes it happened, but nothing major so far, thank God. Oh, dude, I got to tell you, I was at one point in time uh, learning to to ride here, and I I can't remember if it was... Anyway, one of my uh, instructors was that fella Alain, if you remember Alain. Yeah, yeah. personally. Right. Good guy. Good guy. But unfortunately he passed away. Um, but uh, yeah, well, I was doing some lessons and I was advancing too quick and here it was, I was like in third gear and I was doing a turn and you, you know, I'm on my like second or first or second lesson. And he was just like, Hey man, you might want to chill, chill out. Right. And so I freaked out and the bike seized and I was in a turn. And so then it just kind of like, you know, it seized off and it just like kind of fell over to the side. <laughs> And just wrecked my knee, and uh, I, yeah, I wrecked my knee. But I don't know. I, I'd love to. I'd love to get back into uh, into riding. That's yeah, the best feeling in the world. There's nothing like it. There's not. Yeah, I, mean, I know. If, if you want to explain to someone, you can't. How does riding feel? You can't. Unless he rides, he wouldn't understand that that wind in your face. Those mosquitoes in your eyes and your mouth. And the fucking combustion Nothing. between your legs. Nothing, man. You've you've got an engine between your legs. Yeah. Exploding. Yeah. Uh, a lot of heat, but <laughs> at the same time, it's it's the adrenaline, it's the experience, it's the okay. air in your face, it's your engagement in the in, the, in nature and everything. So you yeah. you really can't explain this to anyone who doesn't ride. Yeah. Well, hey man, maybe uh, you know, we'll hang out sometime and you can uh you know, you can vet me up. We what should, are, man, we should. What are some fucking uh faux pas, so to speak, in terms of like if you saw somebody ride up and he had like really weird saddlebags or something, you know, on the side on the side like what are the do's and don'ts of uh of bike um, culture? <laughs> Listen, uh, when it comes to your bike, it's a lot like whatever you're wearing. So it's purely taste. Uh, I've worked for the uh, in the dealership for a long time, if you know. I worked for Harley for like four years. And I've seen a lot of bikes, man. I've seen a lot. This is how I mainly got into the uh, into this life. This is how, uh, how I got into it. And you see some really... Bad looking bikes, man. And, <laughs> yeah. and it's strictly and it's strictly taste. You fucking, can't you can't fucking, can't teach this to anyone. There's like an antenna got, hanging in the back. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like what do you got? Like oh, it's got Sirius XM uh, radio. Uh, you know, and uh, what was exactly it? <laughs> some stuff? Some stuff you can't get. You know? Yeah. You don't. You just at the bike, and it just looks bad, just as bad as whoever is like dressing. You know? Well, how do you feel about fucking dudes who uh, play blaring music on their motorcycle? Well, I don't know what to say about that, man. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm asking you. If a cup damage big time, 
But they what now? Again, the neighborhood? They forgot the image. It's you, pretty you fucking shitty. Let me tell you that. It sucks. It's it so sucks, stupid. <laughs> so sucks. stupid. Exactly. So stupid, man. You, can... you know? But for each his own, man. And it's a hobby for everyone to enjoy. So you don't don't need to judge well, everyone. Well, you no. Look at we're that. doing some judging. We can judge. Okay? You're, you're, the, you're the president of the club. You can judge. Okay? If, if anyone could judge, it's you. All right? <laughs> And one of the rules I, I can imagine is, hey, maybe don't fucking have stupid music blaring uh, and, and ruining. My club, we don't have these. Ah. We don't see those things in my club. Right. You yeah, know, that's for sure. Through the heart and turn you know what I mean? Like what? <laughs> oh, dude. Yeah. No thanks. No thanks. Either that, or you'd be re- really crazy if it just like, uh, exactly. you know, just like the it, you're listening to radio and then all, you know, especially in and around Mount Ohio. At one point in time, you guys were, uh, you made uh, Radio Beirut your like uh, new hangout. Yeah, it was our spot. Fuel was our spot for a long time. Yeah. Whereas long existed. But uh, later on, we uh, yes, we started hanging and uh, yeah. and then they started grabbing pussy up in that bitch. So you guys left, right? <laughs> no, for, we left for different reasons. But, oh yeah, uh, we still like still like the place. Yeah, cool I like the place too. But then they started grabbing up pussy, and I was like, you know what? Maybe let's not harass the patrons. Exactly. Yeah. R.I.P. Uh, Radio Beirut. Anyway. I used to work there. Fuck that place. Anyway, um, yeah. So okay, we talked a little about uh, we talked about fashion accessories and things like that. Now, from what I understood, if you're on a bike, you have to be wearing your colors. Well, yes, technically, uh, you need to represent as much as you can. Uh, you're part of a club. You're proud of it. You're proud of your colors. You represent as much as you can. And trust me, you don't need to impose those rules because people, as as soon as they get their colors, brother, they'd be they'd be wearing them in bed. They're so happy about them, they'd be wearing them Jesus. everywhere. You remind so, me of a you remind me of a of a story. You don't need to impose. No, you don't need to stress on. You know, right. if if they can ride, if they can wear them while riding, they will be wearing them. This is this is for sure. So, yeah. uh, so what yeah. do you do? What like what's the consequence though? Like I want to hear some fucking real deal shit, man. I want to hear some in- hazing stories. I want to talk. I want to. What's the consequence of what? Huh? What's the consequence of what? Of not wearing them? Yeah. Fucking. You know. If you can wear if you them, slip you can up, wear them. You know what I mean? It's. <laughs> oh wait! If you like those. Oh shit! See now we're getting into some real good stuff. Well, now we're getting into some real shit. We've got that one's here. What's that? Oh, is that a toothpick? Yeah, <laughs> I use it to uh, to clean my tooth. <laughs> oh man! I my uh... oh, that'd be so cool if you, that was your thing, where you're like. Hey, my name is uh, Salam, and I like to shave with a straight edge fucking thing, and I just cut myself. 
you, uh... Oh. Uh-oh. No, motherfucker. Jesus Christ. I... Uh, sorry about that, man. Somebody rudely interrupted the signal. Anyway, hopefully they don't they don't keep calling me. I put do not disturb, but this asshole probably can anyway. Anyway, um, motherfucker. Um, yeah, we were talking about um, we were talking about an hazing stories and initiation stories. Some come on, you gotta give me some juicy information about something, man. Something that like what kind of trouble. Are you guys getting into? You know, you, have you ever been kicked out? They were like, "We don't want your can around her." Well, not really. And uh, people like us, strangely, we don't get kicked out of places. <laughs> oh, is it right this way, sir? Uh, where would you like to sit? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's more like this. Yeah. Most of the times, it's like this. Hey, thanks for all the free drinks. We're out of here. Exactly. <laughs> I have all the shout outs from the DJ. So, yeah. You're like, <laughs> you like your life? <laughs> we love yeah. it, man. We yeah. love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm messing with you, man. All right. So, like, um, by the way, we're already at the uh, the 40 minute mark. If you can imagine, this shit just goes, it goes crazy, wow. crazy fast. Yeah. Um, what kind of advice would you give to, you know, the young riders out there, especially, you know, navigating? Because, I mean, bro, the, the roads in Lebanon are not a joke, okay? Like, there are potholes that would fuck up a car on, on, on a ride, you know, not, along, not alone, you know, if you're on your bike. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure there are some pretty gnarly stories of people eating shit on the road. So, what kind of tips do you have... To any of the young riders out there, okay, hear me. Uh, I lost you. I lost you for some time. I was, I was saying. Yeah, now I can. Okay, my bad, dude. I was saying, uh, what advice do you have for Christ's sakes, dude? This fucking piece of shit won't stop calling me. This piece of shit won't stop calling me, dude. I I don't know what to do. Fuck. Anyhow, are you? What's back? his name? Where he lives? Yeah. Right. Send send the boys over. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, what young what advice do you have for young bikers out there in Lebanon navigating? Uh answer it really quick. You have uh, five, five seconds. Uh man, it's uh, I had I had a couple of serious accidents before on the bike. Uh going out on your bike even to commute in Lebanon is uh, it's like an extreme sport. You know, uh people have zero idea about driving and you know how it happens i had a couple of very serious accidents i had to be uh taken to hospital by ambulance once so i know exactly how it feels to be bumped by uh one of those drivers my uh my advice is uh just be careful be uh, drive reasonably fast uh, don't do anything stupid. For for the new people starting uh, riding, don't get too confident too quickly, because uh, you gotta think about the people, man. You go back home to your family, your loved ones. Uh, you gotta be careful because it's not a car. If if you compare an accident, you can you can lose a mirror, a side mirror in a car. You can die if you're on a bike. Just if you get like hit. Uh, on a highway the roads are shit so you gotta be careful 
with that too, uh, full of surprises as well. People have zero idea about uh, the rules, but we're here. We made it so far, so uh, yeah. we do our best, man. Jesus. Yeah, dude, for, for real. Uh, I had no idea. I mean, I knew that everyone had their, you know, little bang up here, you know, getting couple of knee scrapes here here and there but i mean uh salam tech my dude and i'm glad that because you know you hear some pretty crazy stories of people getting wrecked and uh yeah, no relative uh, due to bike accidents yeah so uh and this was my father's main issue with me getting a bike you know right you, bike in lebanon everybody's like no you return it and then you come back home. <laughs> Everybody has lost someone on a bike in Lebanon. I've lost my father at least lost two uh, two cousins on bikes. So, Shit. Well, so, uh, you know, you know as, a, as they say in the Arabic language, uh, Allah yarhamu. Uh, Allah AKA, yes, I mean, I don't. Well, how do you say? How do you even say that in English? By the way, Allah yarhamun. Uh, doesn't work on. Yeah, well, it doesn't work. Are you more of work. a are you more of a speed demon or are you like a low and slow kind of cruise man? Well, it depends on the mood, man. It depends on the mood. I sometimes do this, sometimes do that. Yeah. Sometimes you just want to chill. Is, ride slow. Is there you know? a, is sometimes there like a, you just kind of ride it like you stole it? <laughs> Shit. Oh man. Yeah. Is there like a particular place, um, like a drag strip or some, some place where you guys can kind of like, you know, just, you know, tear some, uh, tear some tar up. Or uh, what? It's, it's every, it's every biker's place. It sets the highway up North. This is one of them. Uh, it's mainly highways, you know, and I recently discovered one road here in Shuf that is straight enough and long enough to, I'm so have some good fun. Yeah. But again, controlled environment. Yeah. I mean, but that's what I'm saying. You know, <laughs> if you want to be able to, that was like one thing I loved about back home in Canada is that, you know, drag racing was a thing and yep. you know, you go out on the weekend, you know, I'm spectating, you know, so I get to get lit up and, you know, watch some super, either super bikes or friggin' just drag. Drag bikes, yeah, yeah, people dragging and and uh, putting money down, have a couple of beers, camp out. You know, the smell of uh, burnt rubber is like burnt permanently, rubber. permanently in your clothes for for days. Exactly, you gotta go back and wash. Yeah, that's um, that's something. Uh, I miss I miss that shit. I gotta tell you, but anyhow. So what's like uh what would you say the what would you like ideally as the future of this of the future of this motorcycle club Well I wanted to be uh, I wanted to expand I wanted to be I want people to get like closer to the club because we're still having this issue some people refuse to hang around us because of uh, the stigma we have, some people we had people invited to some of our events, and they just like excuse us because uh, we can't be kind of we can't be seen with you because they have their work, their families, and they have uh, you know 
Oh my god. We're in Lebanon after dual, all. It's a small life. country. So I would love to see the club bigger, better, and stronger than ever. This is what we work for, man. Yeah. Is there any kind of um political activity? Like I mean, you know, I mean we could definitely use some strong dudes, you know, to to stand up and, and show up in numbers and kind of be like, hey. Never. We don't go near politics or religion, man. We are from uh, we we're from all religions and uh, religious topics, political topics. We do not discuss them. For each his own. When we're together, we're all a bunch of brothers. This is what we represent. Yeah, and that's all, man. Politics, religion, we don't give a shit about that. We're right. just here for the good time, for the rights, for the brotherhood. This is what we're here for, man. Fuck religion, fuck politics anyway in Lebanon. Yeah, definitely. Nobody's doing anything people. <laughs> fuck them all and their religion. Yeah. Here to ride motorcycles, have a drink and a good time, and that's it, man. Yeah, and, and, uh, and sell some meth. Secretly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I'm uh, fucking with you guys. Obviously, look at man. I am a, a, a jokester, and uh, I love I, I love pulling your leg. But you know that's something that actually you know speaking of like sex, drugs, and rock and roll, that always confused me. Why is it that in Lebanon prostitution is an okay thing? Right, everybody knows there's pro you can go right, but no strip clubs. Yeah, you can go. You can go bang a bunch, but you can't see them dancing. Yeah. Well, I mean, you can see belly dancing. You can do the belly dancing thing. Yeah, because it's cultural. It's cultural? <laughs> yeah. You dance to Arabic music. You don't strip to Arabic music. Do you ever, do you think that you could like, you know, just if, if you were playing, you know, if you had a belly dancer, but this was playing. No, you know. Yes, man. <laughs> uh, there, there's one actually. There's one on YouTube that uh, that belly dances to, uh, to metal, metal music. Yeah, probably yeah. not a lot of views. <laughs> no, I guess she, she has some. She's she's probably every every Arab metalhead's yeah fantasy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you think that'll ever change? Is that something? Is that something that the rebels would do to to to, to you know to rally to commute? To you not, know, get together really, and be like, no. we yeah. want strip clubs. Not really, man. We're not into this. So, um, at least now, we're not. We're not gonna run any strip club. But anyway, we're trying to do other stuff. Okay. But uh, never. Nothing works here, man. Whatever you think about, nothing works. In Lebanon, nothing works. You want to make a living? Fuck you. Yeah. We're not going to work. Yeah. Well, I just lost my job. Most of the people lost their jobs. So. You lost your job. Well, yeah. Most probably the company I worked, I worked for is going to shut their doors. So. Well, fuck. Who man. knows? Yeah, I feel you. I mean, everybody's taking half. I've been taking half salary for God knows how long and, and you know, sticking it out, just waiting for uh, waiting we for opened, this whole thing to pass. Two. We were having a very good time and then suddenly 
yeah. the situation got fucked. Yeah. So what are you having? What's uh, that? Dude, this is 100% pure agave uh, or agave espolón tequila resposado. This is a resposado tequila. It's so tasty. I love it. It makes me feel like I want to dancing. <laughs> yeah, man. As long as it's dancing and you're not stripping. You know what? Honestly, like, I'm not joking. This shit is incredibly, incredibly smooth. And, you know, sometimes. You, it, oh, no. This is uh, from Mexico, directly from me Prodigo, Mexico. And, um,. It's the only tequila, or actually, I don't really drink uh, much other than tequila these days for health purposes. Um, okay. But, but um, of the tequilas that I've had, this is like, you don't need nothing, man. You don't need none of that salt. You don't need none of that fucking lime, lemon, or nothing. It's just super. Obviously, you're not going to have this one because I've been sucking back on this bottle. But. Um, but yeah, what's your? You're a man of wealth and taste. What's your favorite kind of whiskey? Uh, every once in a while, I stick to one. Uh, Fuel Days was uh, actually no before Fuel. It was Jack Daniels. From Fuel until now, I guess it's the. Did it cut? I mean, I'm here. Still hear me? I can hear you. So I was telling you, it used to be Jack Daniels, but now it's Jameson. Since fuel is Jameson. Yeah, Jangison. I love that Jangison. <laughs> yeah, you don't Jangus. you don't pronounce it the real way. Be like Jangison, and they'll be like, I think he said Jameson. Like you should pronounce it after a bottle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man, I that's my 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 favorite thing to do is just mess, like as if it weren't I weren't privileged enough just being like a white guy speaking English in an Arab country, you know what I mean? And yeah. and then just like, you know, barking out an order in English, you know, to make it on top make it harder for them, I got to fucking actually have an accent, you know. Oh. Connection, connectivity issues. Oh, we back. We good. Okay. It's all good. We get calls, man. People don't know. They don't know. Yep. So yeah, so you're you're sticking. Uh, are of the whiskeys that you've had in your life, though? You know, uh, have you ever fucked with any of the like uh, the Japanese whiskeys or any of that other like high like hoity-toity stuff? Yeah, I've, I've tried Nikka once. Uh, I remember it's a good whiskey, but I'm not like uh, regular. I know because because you know Japanese everything they do it's good. It's true. <laughs> That's right. Whatever they do, if it's art, mechanics, whiskey, call, you you name it, they do they do good good shit. Is there a, a Harley anything. Davidson factory or a Japanese esque Harley uh, thing? It's all USA, right? They're touching their rivals. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, who knows? Yeah. Harley made a factory in India, 
just to make a, like a, a cheaper line, but never into uh, Japan. Yeah. Well, aside from, uh, you know, bike culture and things like that, uh, maybe you want to tell the people what you ride. Uh, like my bike. Yeah. What, what are you riding now? Well, I have a... I'm riding a 2000 Heritage Softail Harley carburetor, fully customized the way I want it. Uh, I like it. It's fairly fast and smooth. Yeah. It's well, eight. Fuck yeah, man. Heritage Softail. Like, yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> Luana, Luana is losing her shit right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> If, can't see all the comments. What is is that like? What would you say your dream bike is, though? Is that something that you want to build yourself? Is that something you're into? Is getting your hands dirty or? Yes, maybe a knucklehead. Maybe building a knucklehead, which is this engine and a bike. Oh shit, <laughs> dude! I was so lucky back in um, in like 2011. I. Uh, Lazy Lung actually was invited yeah. to Dubai to the uh, Dubai Golf Week. Uh, okay. Or Golf Week. What the fuck am I saying? Bike Week. And the, the Golf Bike Week. I got it. Okay. Yeah. Well, the people did it, man. I'm, I'm stupid. Anyhow, um, we went there and there was a really cool uh, German company. It was I think it was called like uh, uh, Vault, Chopper Vulture. Yeah, I know them. You know what I mean? I or, know them. They do uh, they do V rods and night rods and they, with those big tires in the back and uh, yeah they're cool they do some cool designs I've got a friend here in Lebanon he lives in South and he's got all his kit from them and his bike looks six yeah yeah there's like um what do they call it like the, the suicide uh, six bike man his name is goes um, I call him Harus. Very very cool guy. He's got one of the coolest bikes, in Lebanon, and I hope he's watching. Yeah, for sure. So yeah, your dream dream car and dream bike, or dream bike and dream car. I don't have one. The you, I can't. I can't really. It's narrow dream, it man. It's the, dream, dude. It's dreams. It's just dreams. It's 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 old school stuff, man. I know it old is. I see your Facebook. How, how do you think? Um, my car, my current car is a is a Dodge Ram. It's a big car, V8, five point nine, uh, old one, classic. And uh, I sold a two thousand twelve bike to get an older one. So I like old stuff. I like the old school. Yeah, definitely. Carburetors, simple. Sounding nice, not too much uh, restrictions yeah. in the making. So, uh, th those those machines still had soul. Do you, you have, do you have a preference in no, terms of your of your handlebars? Are you more of a like? Do you want to be hanging? You want to have those monkey bars, or are you like you want to have? You know what I mean? Like the the different variations. I can't remember the names of them all, but like apes, man, apes all the way. Yeah. <laughs> Just des do destroy your shoulders. No problem. Uh, not really, man. Everybody thinks it's going to destroy your shoulders, but it's actually a lot. 
uh, comfier than other uh, handlebars because you know you don't need to uh, hurt your lower back going like this all the ride. But right. instead, you go like straight back. But it's only uh, annoying when you're on a long highway uh, <laughs> traffic. Ride because, because In traffic, just you, like. <gasps> No, in traffic, because you you go above side mirrors of other cars, so you can be going between cars, right? Because your handlebar is above those mirrors. But when you're on a on a long highway ride, because you're not um, aerodynamic, you just have all the air getting to your chest and uh, and hands. So. Yeah, we got uh, Maluli Michelle saying way easier, by the way. Um, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, exactly. we're, we're like uh, nearing the end of the show. So by all means, if you have any questions or or anything like that for Salam, uh, you know, hit, hit us up real quick and we'll try to, we'll, you know, and uh, by all means, send them uh, all the love, much love and respect to you and the boys, you know. Um, it, there have Thank been, you for this. I got the time to thank you for this man alan uh i really appreciate it uh it really means a lot to me yeah to have dude, me you're, on you're, your, uh, you're fucking uh you know one of the homies my guy you know we've known each other for a while i really hope that i really hope that you know the rock and roll pizza party uh will make a comeback someday I'd love to see it one day yeah and more people i can't yes i cannot for everyone who's who's stuck around to the end of this okay um dude that those clips were like the best thing that was the it's the only it's literally something you could only ever do in lebanon i don't know in any other country yeah somebody asked us about writing when are we writing Superman uh, RLM. When are writing, brother? When are writing? Uh, really <laughs> soon, soon. As soon as we're done with this, uh, with this situation. Yeah. This fucked up lockdown. Punch for punch. <laughs> yep. Jesus Christ! I, I punched so many people I wanted to punch, <laughs> including yourself. <laughs> yeah. I was trying to find the video. Uh, you know what the thing is? Instagram took them down because I had, um, you know, like music by the Ramones and whatever, and they were like, "Oh, sorry, really? you got to take." I still them. have them on my though. Huh? Those short videos. I still have them on my profile. Oh, sweet. Okay. Yeah, for for me, but anyway. Thanks a lot for doing this, my man. Uh, I really hope, I really hope to see you soon, and uh, I hope that you know you grow the, the club to uh, the nth degree. And because you know, for everybody who's stuck around this long, honestly, don't be afraid afraid of of coming up to a biker and and, and starting a dialogue because they're honestly some True. of the coolest fucking people that you'll ever meet. True. True. Yeah. Don't don't judge too quickly. That's all. Uh, yeah. That's what you should right. know. Uh, before before we cut this, uh, just want to shout out some of the people. Do it uh, up, man. From my club, my crew, Lebanon, Cedar's crew, Bikfaya, Junior, Beirut. Uh, the future uh, chapter is coming. We've got one, and this is like a spoiler. We've got uh, we've got one in Bikar coming soon. Oh shit! Some good people. 
we've uh, we've uh, we're expanding expanding uh, i want to shout out all brothers worldwide uh the boss alex senior damon jr in uh australia all the brothers worldwide canada us europe asia everybody the blue and white nation <laughs> the king of Europe. i love you all far yeah. for far yeah what the fuck does that mean man rffr what is that we're rebels forever and forever rebels man oh shit there you go the mystery unveiled has been with you. <laughs> yeah it's good to know well, I hope that, yeah. you know what, you know what would be really cool is that if you guys hooked up with uh, some of the graffiti artists that have been, you know, on the show and you guys, you know, tag up and, and paint up some places, you know, I don't know if you guys are doing like, uh, you know, whatever community, uh, you know, like fundraisers or so shit like that through the club that you could, you know, get some, some stuff, but yeah, man, sure. much love, much respect. And uh, RFFR in your face, my friend. Well, you only get to say this if you're fully patched, but you get this privilege today. Oh, uh, well, I'm just trying to. I'm just. Okay. Sorry, dude. I, <laughs> my mistake. Anyway. Thank you, man. I really. Uh, thank you very much. I really appreciate Habibi. this, Alan. Habibi. Have Habibi. a great night, man. Peace out, Mr. Mr. President. See you soon, Jeez buddy. Out. Yes, 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 everybody. We just finished up our interview with Salam from the Rebels. Pretty cool episode. I got to learn a little bit about the inner workings of a motorcycle club. Very, very, it takes about 110% of my brain power to not say the G word. So, uh, yeah, to tell you about what we've got going on in the rest of the week, we have some really cool peoples. More guests coming up on the show. Hope you guys are staying safe, keeping busy, staying uh, cool in this hot, hot heat. For those of you who didn't get to see the show, it'll be up online. You can listen to it and watch it 100,000 times. <sighs> so anyhow, I was just going to play some music and talk about some of the, uh, the new guests that we have coming up, or the upcoming guests, not new guests. That we have coming up uh, in the coming weeks. Uh, I believe either this week or next week. I gotta confirm. A little bit too much tequila is a little problem, you know. But uh, the founder of, if you remember the beer, Lebanese Brew and uh, 961 Beer is going to be on the show. He's now over in Australia. Uh, and has started a new company called Hawker's Beer. And he's over there doing his thing, just being all he can be. And it's, you know, it's a pretty amazing story to see how, like, some dude who just had, like, a whatever recipe of beer grew to, you know, compete with Almaza, to compete with, um, you know, whatever, like, long-standing, long history of brands that have been dominating the market, so to speak, and... Up come the rise of craft beer, you know? Anyway. He'll be on the show. And then later on, we're going to be having uh, rapper MC Darwish. Al Darwish. And uh, that might be done in Arabic. I might not actually do that show. Somebody else might fill in. But everyone gets their five minutes. Uh, 
Thanks for tuning in, guys. Have a great Thursday night. Stay thirsty.